Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 204. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Phil Dazzing. What's going on? Kyle Wagner. Good evening. And Alexis Schlegel. Hello, everybody. The triumphant return of Alexis Schlegel. <laughs> triumphant. Yeah. yeah back so. again. Dude, back. every time is, is triumphant. I is feel it? like, yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, you like, the, you like the Phillies? Yeah, man. Feel yeah, these nuts. Yeah, that's yeah, just old, man. I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta come up with some new material. Shit, dude, but it's so good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think number one tonight, I know we, we have our, our little Punk Rock Libertarians uh, podcast chat, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about uh, Alex Jones on Joe Rogan like ever since it happened. What was that, like Wednesday? No, uh, I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah. I, I think it might have been Thursday it went live. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, yep, Thursday. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, w- it was awesome. It was like over four hours of conversation. It's insane, man. Would you, you watch really all four hours? Or would you just call it Alex Jones ranting? <laughs> I would call it pure entertainment. Well, that too. Like, How many I mean, times have you watched it, Matt? Uh, I've been to it twice now. Well, that's eight hours. That's eight, eight hours of your life. Eight hours gone. Eight hours you can never get back. Well, no, it's not like it's, it's not like I was I was sitting there watching the screen the entire time. Like uh, I normally had it on while I was like playing video games, and I would have on like an hour here multitasking. Hour here, hour there, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And then uh, yeah, so I, I listened to it. Um, I, I guess it was like the the day that it aired in uh, in, a, in a couple. Yeah, you know, I think I had to do like an hour here, hour there, blah blah blah. Broke it up. And then I was listening to it last night while I was uh, playing video games. I'm, I'm not sure I made it all the way through the second listen, but you know, listened to a fair amount of it then. And uh, yeah, I'd say it was it was it was very entertaining. Okay, I saw a couple clips. What would you say the most entertaining part of it was for you? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so the, the what most, were some highlights? The what? most like laugh out loud part is when okay so they get eddie bravo to come on about like halfway through right Mm -hmm. and then uh eddie bravo starts talking about flat earth and and jones isn't a flat earther at all you know um but he's a nasa fanboy well (laughs) get on a nasa shirt (laughs) yeah Yeah, so (laughs) which is no but okay check this out so then um jones is just just like making fun of eddie bravo for the flat earth shit yeah and he's like saying that he's gonna um Alex Jones is like saying he'll pay like a million dollars to send uh, Eddie Bravo off on this expedition. He's like, we're going to send you to the ice wall. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. The ice wall is what? Is supposedly like where the earth ends at at Antarctica? That's what surrounds the dome, Jared. Come on, man. You never watched some flat earth docs? (laughs) I can't. Come on, man. It keeps the oceans in, man. It keeps the oceans in. I can't say I've that's I've made why, room in my memory banks. For that's that. why that's <laughs> why NASA that's why they that's why they don't allow us to go to Antarctica. That's why there's a treaty with the 48 countries on Antarctica because they don't want us to go there. Yeah, dude. You yeah. have to be sponsored to go there. That's why they don't <laughs> want us to go there. They don't want us to discover the ice wall. And Eddie Bravo is going to find this ice wall and and blow the lid off. Dude, the if flat Mexicans Earth can get across the border, I think we can get someone to. To Antarctica, don't you think? I don't know, man. I mean, it's Antarctica. It's so pretty... then who are the Eskimos? Are they like the free people behind the wall or something? Like well, the they're Eskimos. On the top. The Eskimos don't. The Eskimos yeah. are in the well, Arctic. It's, it's the wall, man. They're not. There's no. There's not just one spot. Oh yeah, man. you're right, dude. No, no, no. So they protect the, the wall. Yeah, you got got to look. On, you got to got to like check out some Game, flat like Earth Game of Yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> the, the, but wait, so when the Night's Watch? <laughs> have you ever read Discworld? <laughs> no. So the last. Okay, so it's going back. So how did this? 
how did this start? Because the last time I, I don't I don't listen to Alex Jones or Joe Rogan. So, wow, but the man. last time I checked, Alex Jones was like screaming about how he was gonna God was send <clears throat> send him on a mission to destroy uh, um, Joe, <laughs> destroy Rogan. Joe Rogan. So, <laughs> it's like, Phil, what were you doing while this was on? Were you watching The View? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I they made up. They, okay. they kissed. They kissed and made up. They they made no, up. I, I, I didn't so, even so, know sorry, that. Sorry, what was question? I was saying so like when they last left off, yeah. Alex Jones was trying to like destroy Joe Rogan. So how did they well, reconcile things? Well, uh, okay, so uh, apparently they were having a discussion, and they they got all broy because whenever they're talking to themselves, they get along famously. But you know, whenever they're talking tell. about each other on each other's shows, you know, other <laughs> things happen. Oh, you know, man. so. Um, from what I gather, they were just uh, talking, and uh, Joe Rogan's like, "Ah, oh, come on, I'll have you back on." And yeah, I mean, dude, it's like prior to this, my all-time favorite episode of the Joe Rogan Show was easily episode nine eleven with Alex Jones. <laughs> dude, I mean, it was it was awesome, man. I think uh, the big thing was like because Alex Jones when he was taking off all the platforms, I think Joe Rogan wasn't really like coming to bat for him and really like. Um, I guess I guess because Alex Jones, in his view, didn't really feel as though like Joe Rogan was really going to bat to all, well, no. for alternative media or really sticking up for like I that might know. have been part of it. But he, yeah, they it, were talking about a specific uh, issue where I guess Joe was talking about how Alex. So Joe was talking about on his show how Alex was claiming that George Soros was like a Nazi or something. Oh, uh, okay. But as it turns out, he wasn't really a Nazi. He was just like a kid. And Who like point out the Jewish families, like, yeah, which is still fucked up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he but got like, paid by the Nazis. But like Joe that. was just saying, like, you know, I don't know. He, he was saying, like, I didn't see the original it, episode, but he was basically saying something. If only like, we had a Jew to chime in. I am what? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he was saying something along the lines of like, you know, this sounds like bullshit. I don't know. He was he was calling him out for not yeah. having all the all the docs. I don't think Joe Rogan goes down the rabbit holes and and. Like, well, he, does. he doesn't get all the docs. He doesn't get all the docs. Well, he doesn't go, like, deep into, like, the imaginary docs that fucking Alex Jones talks about. But, like, I don't know. Joe get, Rogan the frogs to, are gay. Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can see him on the episode. He's like, like, Alex will start talking about something. Joe will be like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, oh, this thing. And he'll, like, go off on it. Like, oh, he, he goes knows the shit. He yeah. knows the shit. Maybe not, like, the fucking, like, half human, like, half pig hybrid shit. But, like, <laughs> That's, <he> knows, real. <laughs> That's real. That's <laughs> real. But like you know, Joe Rogan used to believe that the moon landing was fake. You know, yeah, and, I think and, he was. He think he woed, I think he woed down when Dude, he gathered such before, a huge. That was before following. Rogan got all that Soros money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think Joe Rogan's woed down quite a bit just because he's gotten such a huge. He's has such a huge following and such a great platform to. So I think he's kind of like maybe woed down on the fringe. What is woed no, down? Like, mean? Actually, he's just kind of like. Wound. Yeah, he had, down? yeah, he's like yeah. kind of just brought it down a couple notches on like okay. the maybe like the fringe. Uh, maybe issues. now, now no, Jerry, yeah. didn't Rogan actually change his stance on the moon landing after he had a talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson? I think that contributed to it. Yeah, like, I, I thought I actually heard that that was the thing that kind of like that you know, liar. It might have been. <laughs> Either <laughs> that, way, that's what I heard. Um, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, it was an entertaining episode though. I didn't watch. I watched about 75 percent of it. But yeah, like I noticed last night upon just, upon my second to... listen that on YouTube <laughs> it, it had like six point seven million views last Jesus night. Christ. That's a lot. Wow. That's yeah, almost that's as close a... to the amount of views we get. I forget what his <laughs> record is. <laughs> <Yeah>. And I, <laughs> for, uh, 
I forget what his record is. I think it was the Elon Musk one. He got like outrageous and like twenty million or something crazy. Well, I mean, this is we're talking about just views on YouTube. No, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Okay, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, no, his podcast downloads are like always ridiculously high. Yeah, <laughs> but the only, the only clip I saw from it was when he says, "Listen, I'm gonna be a little honest," or he said, "I'm on." What is? He's like. <laughs> what? What does he He's say? Like, Spit it out, Phil. Sorry, He's so funny. He said, "I'll oh, just be honest. I'm a little retarded." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's uh, definitely autistic. But weren't they, sure. weren't they drinking though? I, so I like he wasn't maybe. I was gonna ask. Were yeah, they? but he thought like he was not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's self he self effort the self deprecates. Yeah, but oh, it was just God. like <laughs> so listening. Funny. It's just create. It's just interesting to watch how he will like string together he'll start off with something sort of like innocuous like you know the government is like you know you know surveillance like he'll be talking about something that every that pretty much everyone can agree on like the government surveilling us right but then he'll just like very smoothly into transition into talking about like fucking aliens and shit like <laughs> like it just like very smoothly and abrupt like smoothly and abruptly somehow i don't know how that's possible but like he was like, wait, how how are we talking about aliens now? We were just talking about the Federal Reserve. Like, what? Where did aliens come into play? Is this, this is Jones? Yeah, this is well, Jones. Does, yeah, does I, he I, ever mention the Federal Reserve at all? Okay, so how did aliens come into yeah, play? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know, know if you, I, I just use that, maybe, I don't, I don't, I can't remember. You're the no. one with the Alex Jones shirt, But I think Kyle. he, no, I think he led that's a true. protest, like, back in the day at the Federal Reserve. Oh, that's a good point. I think he did do that. Is that where you got I, your I don't shirt know if he from, still Kyle? talks about it, but. I think he's kind of. Sh- not shifted gears, but who Alex Jones? Yeah, he doesn't really talk about the. That's I mean, what source money does, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, back in the, I mean, you know, he'd bring on Ron Paul on a regular basis. He'd bring on, um, you know, Lou Rockwell. He'd bring on like some legit. He brought on libertarian. Uh, yeah, and he now on, he like, kind of Stefan back when he was actually like a libertarian. Uh, I mean, well, dude, Jones. I mean, if you listen to the podcast and you didn't, like, he he still ident- he identifies as a libertarian, and he's he's not um, sucking Trump's cock anymore. Oh, he's not. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, listen to it, dude. I mean, it, it, I know it, he lost his shit after like Syria when we just launched those, okay. you so, know, I mean, couple I mean, hundred. I, yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, I, I think mean, he, is that when he ripped off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I need to find so out. So Matt, you're t- so listen to the four hours. Find four hours of my life well, to yeah, fit this in. You yeah, think it's well worth? Definitely listening to it. Definitely okay. listen to it. Um, somebody else was asking uh, how did the, the aliens come into play? And that was one of the things they were talking about. So like uh, apparently now on YouTube if you're talking about like uh, aliens or UFOs your shit gets boosted. But if you're talking about quote unquote like truth or conspiracies it's you know they just like fucking bury your shit so it won't get any views. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is it's kind of odd how they would, they would boost one and then they would, uh, you know, like punish the other. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. It's legit, son. I don't know. So, so like, apparently aliens are big right maybe now. Maybe it's part of, like, the fake news crackdown. Maybe that's a policy change that they did. Well, yeah, but, I mean, why do they boost the alien videos and posts? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, Project Blue Beam. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You got the they're, documents they're in- on that one, Alex? Uh, not yet. But no, I, no anyways, no. We won't bring that up on the after hours. We want to get deep in the docs, but uh, balls deep in them docs. So uh, I, I watched this really good documentary. Uh, we're going off topic, but uh, it's called Unacknowledged on Netflix, and it just really gets into like the 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 black budget of the, the Pentagon and uh, all the research and you know just like. Operation Paperclip and like all, of, uh, 
it just brings up the fact that like we probably know some serious shit and it had the, i forget his name doctor he was in the it was in 1991 and like it was like the largest maybe not to this day but at the time it was like the largest national press club um uh, um i guess what conference were you know when they like have those it's not a conference but like a press press release Sure. And it was like the largest one that uh, the National Press Club released. And it was like all these individuals that worked for various supposed various levels within the Pentagon and worked on all these projects and et cetera, just bringing out like the fact that, yes, the technology existed. We've known about it. We've made contact, et cetera, et cetera. The technology cetera. for what? We've been visited. We fuck, we're well aware of it that we've we know like all this information. And, mm. and this whole thing was just like this. This doctor's getting into like the black budgets of the Pentagon and everything. He makes like very valid. Is this valid on the point. Yeah, yeah. It's called. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he's like an ER doctor. He was. Um, he was. Uh, Doctor Stephen Greer. Yeah, Doctor Stephen Greer. Yeah. Thanks, now, oh, now shit, here's dude. the thing too. You got to take Eric it with a grain of salt it. because this could be like you know like uh, misinformation. Like they could just be agents of the government just to conceal it to have you go down rabbit holes. Just yeah. to. I mean, that's the thing. Classic so, diversion. Well, exactly. So who knows? But. Um, well, where I was getting at was like these technologies are available, and it's pretty wild where they're showing the uh, you know the fact that oh it got deep into the docks with like Kennedy and the space race <laughs> and and the moon landing it got into like all this and it got into the fact that you know you have Reagan giving a speech in front of the UN mm. that what could galvanize all the countries of the nation against oh an invading force from outside mm. and then bringing in like. And then even Bill Clinton, I think when he was campaigning, oh, even Hillary Clinton, they were bringing in Podesta. They were showing clips of Podesta during like Is Hillary Podesta Clinton. Podesta an alien? No, but she she was literally campaigning on the fact that she would declassify, uh, like classify, classified documents of 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 uh, you know Area Fifty One and all the research we've been doing throughout the decades. I thought like, didn't Trump say he was going to do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then not only what that, but then you that had shit? you had Bill Clinton on Jimmy Kimmel kind of saying <laughs> verbatim the exact same thing that Reagan was saying thirty years prior at a UN uh, in a, for a UN. Hey, speech. what's more likely, the Wall or Area Fifty One Truth? Uh, probably Area Fifty One Truth. Cause oh of, shit, dude! But I don't know. I don't, I'm just making shit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it's it's a way of um, I don't know. It's a, it might be worth those checking well, Trump, it. Like it's called Unacknowledged. It was on Netflix. It was like deep yeah. in the documentaries Apparently it's on a Netflix. Big documentary. So, but it does bring up a lot, and it brings into the military industrial complex and mm. how they would use this and twist it to try to like just divert all this funding, and then also using that to basically give up our sovereignty, give up our rights, the fact that, you know, like, because they've been putting it in our subconscious for, for decades that, I don't know, I'm going off, check it out, but it's well mm -hmm. worth it. But, like, even Alex Jones was getting into that. He brought on, um, on, even uh, Alex Jones, huh? Well, no, no, not Alex Jones, <laughs> but, uh, what's his face? Who's the, who's the, the basis from Blink-182? Oh, he yeah, had, like, dude, that whole Mark project. Alvis. Oh no, yeah, but, but Tom DeLonge is Tom, the dude that's into the alien. Or Tom DeLonge. Yeah, 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 but he was brought on. He has like this whole. But like, he's always been into that shit. Even like there's that song "Aliens Exist" off of. Uh, yeah, so you wonder <laughs> like if this state. is that's yeah. what I mean. Like sometimes it's like who do you trust? Who do you not? Do you take this with a grain of salt? You're just like ah, eh, whatever. Is this just like a diversion tactic just to like, you know, just to focus on that? Right. While well, that's what's funny when you get into these like deep conspiracies. There's always like. <laughs> One group that's like into it, and then there's another group that takes it even further. That's like, this is just completely made up for this other conspiracy. <laughs> like cover for this other one. You just you go down this fucking rabbit hole. Of that's what I mean. Sometimes it's not worth. But I mean, you can see like 
that documentary I thought was rational because it came at it from like the military industrial complex perspective and came at it from like, um, like basically bringing up the fact that we don't have a constitutional republic anymore. I mean, we're clearly aware of that, but yes. that the fact that we're Long basically gone. run by, you know, like the, the deep state, you know, mm. the things that Trump taught, like that, you know, the, the deep, like that, the at the need to know level, like the fact that presidents probably don't know any of this shit. You know, I, why would I, they need to know? They don't need to know. You we, don't need we've to know argued about this before, Alex. But I mean, I really think you know that um, the people that are in power are the people that are in power on paper, like the elected representatives. You know, when I look at um, people I know that have gotten elected in Maryland, you know, like that. That's a real seat of power. That's a real seat of authority. And once you have that title of senator or congressman or president, you can say the, the N word and the, not get fired. The world, right. like oh the world, gosh. you know, like people, people <laughs> yeah. perceive you in that position of authority. They treat you as if you have that authority, and that that makes it real. Like it's, it, it's, it's kind of what like about Rand's ver What about Rand's version of the deep state? Like how he was talking about. I think it was like I forget, man. This was like a months ago, but it was something that the intelligence agencies was keeping from Congress and he was trying to like get them to reveal whatever it was. I'm, yeah. I'm very loose in the details clearly, but <laughs> he, I mean, he brought it up. He's like, this is what, you know, when I talk about the deep state, this is what I'm talking about. I'm well, talking about this sort of like uh, schism or barrier between the intelligence agencies and Congress and how, you know, Congress should be the one that's making the decisions, at least in... Well, I think the intelligence agencies are under the executive branch. Is mm -hmm. that right? Right. So, I mean, there could be a separation there um, between the executive branch and Congress, but it's like there is a hierarchy, and these people ultimately answer to Trump, and they're ultimately all on the budget. They're all on the payroll. There's a budget. There's the Ways and Means Committee. They go through all this budget, and, yeah, are there are there people that are like, you know not really that accountable maybe like the people that have just been entrenched they've been in their position an agency head or something like that for years and years and years yeah there are those people but it's all part of the bureaucracy that makes up the american government to, from my perspective so I don't, I don't like the oh this is the deep state and this operates in secret and then this is the right you know this this the public facing but part it, of the does state it necessarily have to be like operating in secret i mean what about all just like the war hawks that have just you know, somehow just remained in power for all these years. Even when Trump's going, you know, I'm going to clean, the, drain the swamp. And yeah. you still have, like, these fucking John Bolton motherfuckers. Yeah, well, Trump, Trump Like, that's what I would call the deep state. Like, these people somehow... They're in and out of these think tanks. They're yeah, in and out like, of these... Just, uh... Like, they're maybe, not, they're maybe not acting in... Well, they're maybe not doing something that's secret per se, but they're sort of... They sort of have a conspiracy in the sense that they're doing something sort of um, planned, pre-planned, and their plan is you know keep war, keep the war racket for going. their own interests or for the, yeah. the military industrial and, you complex. Know, interest. Whether it's convincing Trump, you know, whispering into his ear like yeah. whatever you know you need to pull the levers in Trump's brain. That's what I think space the deep force. state is. We need a space I don't, force. I don't know that it's like black ops, like fucking like underground. You know, in the base, the the tenth basement of the Pentagon or some shit like that. But there's certainly a a state that has just like lingered around people within the state that have just lingered around for years and years and years, and they always seem to be causing trouble. 
And yeah. it usually involves invading foreign countries. Yeah, well, those are neoconservatives who yeah. Ron, Ron Paul really is the one that told me about. And mm -hmm. I started to, to perceive these people that are always pro-intervention, right? They're always yeah. pro-war. Like John Bolton is a perfect example. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. And they're in media and they're in... But it, it's a it's an ideology that they hold. You sure. know, that they believe in that. And, um, you know, John McCain, yeah. right? He was in a very prominent position. He's on... Um, but and he was a neoconservative, so yeah, there. I I don't know. Like Trump appointed John Bolton, he could have chosen someone else, and should have chosen someone else. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Like it's just weird that these people can somehow just hang around. Like no matter who is the president, no matter. Yeah, it's not weird to me. Like even the president that says, well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, clearly there's clear some <laughs> something's going on. I'm not. I'm not trying to get into anything spooky, but I'm just saying like there is, there is. There are networks. There is something that's going on to keep these people in power. Yeah, it's well, it's like George Carlin said. You know, it's a big club, and you You're ain't not in it. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, a, it's a political club. There's and, levels to the shit. Yeah, and some of these people, I don't know if they how they make their connections. I don't know that it's necessarily blood ties, or if it's um, you know school. You come, you go up through Yale, and you go up through these clubs. Like George mm. Bush was in the what skull and bones. Or oh, dude, Alex Jones even and, talked about. It. I did see another video. He was like, he's like, this is why they get you to join all these fraternities, oh, fraternities. Yeah, so they can yeah, yeah. Catch, take pictures of you sucking like. Uh, pig's dicks or whatever, and then they use it against you. Uh, yeah, because he was saying he was bringing that up with the Virginia governor. Yeah. So, like on the podcast, he was bringing up. That's right. And, like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, yeah, he's just like, he's like the fucking KKK governor in Virginia, and he's like. Joker's like, what are you talking about? He's in a fucking KKK. There's pictures of him in blackface. He's like, they fucking knew it. They knew it because he was bringing up the fact that yeah. like his his when he publicly stated about. Pushing late-term abortions. Yeah, like and then he was going up there, keeping them alive to harvest their organs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, dude. He takes like something that's like everybody. Everybody saw that video, and everybody's like yeah. outraged about it. And then he's like, "But I'm just gonna take it to I'm another level it. of crazy." <laughs> but that's the thing. But once you look into it, it's like eh, he might have a point. I mean, yeah. but um, yeah, he does. He takes it to that next level. But he's like, Joe, like KKK, like. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, he was in the in his high school picture with a guy in a KKK outfit, and he's in blackface. He's like, he's like the whole party. Everybody knew it. They just held on to it. So when he says something <clears throat> like outrageous, that like you they weren't supposed to fucking say that. Yeah. Then we got something on you, and now you're deprogrammed. Yeah. So it's like he's like, so yeah. What <laughs> yeah, Phil was saying, he's Jared. like, that's why I never joined a fraternity yeah. because it's like exactly. all these motherfuckers are put in like. I don't know. Like that's a way compromising of compromising hey, and then uh, using it against you later. Okay, so Jared, Jared, do, do you think it's possible, or, or do you think it's plausible that um, the doctors have ever like let an organ donor die to give his that uh, organ donor's organs to somebody important? Oh, it's certainly plausible. Yeah, yeah. I've known firsthand someone that I knew close was a worked on the rescue squad. And they would check a person if they were like in a bad accident, and like you could just they could just tell that this dude was like really messed up. They'd see if he was an organ donor, and then they would stop doing CPR if they found out he was an organ donor. What? This was like back in the day, Damn. like oh, way wow. back in the day. And they're wow. like, "Yeah, he's gonna be a vegetable, so we might as well just let him go." So <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily have a problem with that if it's somebody that's gonna be a vegetable, but you know, their body, their choice, like, man. Well, I mean, if you let Kyle. nature take its course, they're gonna die, right? It's like the only way they're going to survive is if you put them on a life support machine. So then they have no quality of life. I mean, I don't know. I mean, once you're a vegetable, you're pretty much you're pretty much dead. Yeah. I mean, 
For all intents and purposes, you're not experiencing anything anymore. Man, this podcast, your person this podcast is gone, got right, really Jared? dark. Yes, your, your personhood person, is your gone. Your personhood is gone. So you can suck them out with a vacuum cleaner. Man, we just right? got really dark. <laughs> yeah. just got, we just podcast one really, really heavy here. There's a baby eater over here. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, you know, <laughs> it's, it's an advantage to be rich and important and a disadvantage to be Well, here's another not. thing. How do these people... Dude, have you ever seen the movie John Q? No. Oh, dude, it's fucking badass. It's kind of along the same lines like this, like... Like this rich lady dies, and he's like a poor guy, and like he's trying to get his son has like some heart defect, and he has to get him a new heart, but like because of ins- it's like super propaganda, like early propaganda for like national healthcare. But is that like, what Denzel Washington? Th- yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's uh, like, okay. and he's gotta like, you know, like he doesn't his insurance won't pay for like the new heart or whatever, mm. and so he like basically takes over this hospital. And like tries to get them to like install this heart install. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> but install Transplant. this heart into his son, <laughs> and it's like an action movie. It's pretty cool, nice. but but anyways. it's total propaganda. Like, it's definitely like the seed. Thinking back, it's kind of like some propaganda. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, it's like watch rich movies. Poor, like, do you ever watch movies a lot nowadays? And watching like eh, there's agendas like or seeing like yeah how I never know if that's just my brain putting it there <laughs> yeah, like confirmation the- bias or like. I watch uh, kids. Man, I watch kids, kids uh, shows, and I see that. Oh. Even even when fucking people say like, "Oh, we have to give back," you know, when people say, "I have to give back to my community," what are you talking about? Mm. Like people always <laughs> say that. What did you take from your community? Yeah. What did you take? Tell me what you took. Like, no, no. See, that's a phrase when people they try to get you to to give up You're your money you and surrender like your a, rights. Yeah, that's like. I mean, it is called what, like Ayn Rand was saying pro- in like the television time, programming. Really? Yeah. Basically, yeah. like the whole idea of like self sacrifice is just. Completely like anti-human. It's a, that that yeah. would be an agenda. I would I would label uh, some of these groups out there who want to put forth like the Green New Deal and stuff like that. It's very anti-human. Yeah, I've thought a lot about Ayn Rand's position on that. I, I probably mentioned it on the show. Like, I I just really think she took the wrong approach, the wrong tact um, to say like selfishness is a is a virtue and altruism is the sin right and and that was i think a misstep but you have because, to you have to well isn't sorry, it isn't it selfish of people that say you know want um government paid health care right they want something for themselves see, that's, at that's everyone under, else's expense that's why you have to read the fountainhead because the way that she uses the terms are is different than the common understanding when she says selfish she's more talking about like self-esteem um you know self-reliance sort of like exp- you know self-expression she's not talking about like don't care about anybody don't like help anybody but she's saying like the whole the whole trick of like communism is to get people to completely sacrifice their self for the greater good and so she's saying like you take the opposite tact and you go if everybody sort of like works on themselves and is you know true to themselves then you know society will ultimately benefit from that you know that's what we see in the market right i mean when you have even when you have people that are just like just ultimately greedy you know it ends up serving the market because in order to get that money in order to stack that kizash they got to make them goods and yeah. services. I see again. You just I, have to like read it in context. It's I, I, I think she really saying. butchered it, and I just think yeah. you know. I, to me, no one is more selfish than socialists, 
right? These are people that want something for nothing, yep. and they want everyone else to to give them something for free, right? They they are right, but in order in being that so selfish, to me that's you're selfish. But you, you just got to read the way that maybe she just used the wrong yeah, her, term. Yeah, she's very abrupt, and she would say stuff like that, like where it's almost like you wish her wording wasn't like, like that, like like the people who say, "Oh, greed is good," like type of thing. It, it's not that's not the kind of the signals you want to be sending right. to people. But it's I mean, when you boil it down to its logical conclusion, you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's better than the collectivist thought. And like you said before, it's like they're the more greedy people, you know, the yeah. socialists. But it's yeah. like if you're like being like that sort of. That's not really being self like it's not being selfish. You're sacrificing your in her view, you're sacrificing essentially like your dignity as a human being just so you can get something in return. From that's not Russia. That's the whole thing. You got to just it's it, it maybe it's just using the wrong word. And I agree. Like she probably should have come up with a different word or use a different I mean, the whole thing is so bad, and, and the left has been beating us up over this stuff, like, acting as... because they haven't bothered to read any of it. As, if you actually read The Fountainhead, or you read, like, The Virtue of Selfishness, like, I'm not saying it's 100% correct, but I'm saying it's a, there's a little bit more nuance than just, like, only care about yourself, fuck everyone else. Yeah, but she she basically put that albatross around our neck, and now we as a movement are, like, having to defend the we-don't-care-about-other-people mantra... Which is not where you want to be. That's yeah, a losing I mean, you could position. Spin that. You could, I mean, if... if I, I've never been a fan of, of Rand. I, I mean, I think she, she's definitely said some smart things, but yeah, I feel like she just kind of came yeah, up... She, she just came off as like a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, came, out, and came that, out off as a yeah, cold-hearted just, bitch. Yeah, just very selfish, you know? Yeah, um, yeah and I don't really think... You know, just because we believe in freedom doesn't mean that we believe in being selfish, you know? Oh, yeah. I think anybody I that know. can articulate, and that's I think that's kind of where we're at. As far as that, I would just help. recommend reading reading the book, reading the. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan. I went through a phase and read almost all of her books. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I definitely read Atlas Shrugged and Fountainhead and just thought about it a lot. And I, I was like, I think I I don't like the way she approached this philosophy or, or her philosophy. She really invented her own. Yeah, more or less. But you know, the whole it's like very much like the Wall the movie Wall Street. You know, greed is good and all. Well, no, not not quite. But that's the she thing. Wasn't like, she wasn't really into she that. She goes after like the like the villains in the books. The villain, the villain in the Fountainhead is like a greedy, power hungry guy, right? Like the um the dude that's just trying to take over the newspaper. I'm forgetting his name right now. Was it Toonie? Toonie, Tui, Tui, Tui. Like he was a greedy, power hungry guy, and like or he was a power hungry guy. The uh the sort of pseudo vil villain that. Tr almost goes good, but then fails the the rich Winand. He's he's a greedy guy, right? So like, I I don't think she. I think it's a misunderstanding of her work of at least that book to like say that she's advocating for just unfettered greed and unfettered selfish power hungriness because she kind of uses uses that as as the villain and villains in the book. But I can see the argument that it's not. And I'm not you know saying Rand's my favorite philosopher or anything. I just think. She is often misunderstood and unfortunately easily misunderstood, and that could be her own fault.
Well, let me give you another example. Like, to talk about the radical individualism, right? Like, yeah. if you're trading with people in a market, mm. like, that's a very, to me, very social function, yeah. feature, right? You are, you're collaborating with people to produce. You, maybe you work in a company and all of you are engaged together to, to put this product to market and you have your suppliers and you're trading with them. Yeah. So it's a very collaborative thing. And to say, oh, it's radical individualism and, and be like anti-group or, or collectivism, she creates that dichotomy between individualism and collectivism yeah and and meanwhile, but she also I, uses the example of you know the 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 hero of the book essentially like Howard work um, while he has while he is like a you know I guess you call him like a rugged individualist he also works with other people like he works with his builders and his electricians and he works with his clients and he works with his customers but the whole thing is like not sacrificing his ideals in order to just like sell a building now whether that's like practical in the real world like sometimes you got to compromise sometimes you got to <laughs> yeah. sell out a little bit yeah, yeah. Um, you have to make something a, that people that's want. why it's a book i mean it's right. not like a real thing you know but like it's the idea of like betraying your you know your you know selling like we as a society we tend to not like when people sell out right like when artists sell out yeah you know, we call them out on that shit and that's sort of flavors of this but at this but selling out it's like you're doing something that people want to buy you know maybe you're producing music that's not exactly what you would do in, by yourself in your basement for your own amusement yeah but you're selling something that's going to sell yeah that, that people want to listen to so I, I don't know like there's a time when you have to do that or you should do that yeah make something people want to listen to yeah i i don't disagree with that like when Re when weezer um wrote beverly beverly hills yeah. is that like yeah was, exactly. was that a good thing i don't know it's terrible i don't know they should just stop their head yeah <laughs> it sold it was a hit yeah well it was also garbage yeah pretty much they should have stopped years ago after pinkerton call it done call it a career hell yeah dog done I I thought Maladroit was kind of passable, but yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly the Pinkerton, you know, that was that, that was, was it. the golden that was there, era that was right it. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just leave it, let it go. Yeah, I think music is probably the biggest area where we think of selling out. Yeah, you know. But even something like maybe uh, art form, other forms of art. Yeah, but or or, or just like products that you use where you're like, man, this was like, really like, good, and then are, like a, quality like Facebook, down. like Facebook when it first started was pretty cool, right? When like, you could see every your all your entire mm -hmm. feed and all that, and then they sold out or you know got taken over by the government. How whatever you think happened there? Yeah, um, I, I think they were not making any money, and they said, "Well, we have to figure right. out something to sell." So yeah. they started selling advertising. I mean, yeah. it's like there's a lot of cost to the business, right? They have tons of servers. They yeah, have I'm moderators. Sure, sure other, they're always making money. I, I feel like there's other oh, ways to make no, money. I don't think so. I mean, you yeah, can show the whole definitely. feed. I mean, you can show the whole feed and make money. You know what I mean? There's. I think there's Maybe other. I think the they side. have ideologies that came into play. So I don't know if it's selling out, yeah. but it's certainly compromising Zuck their shape, original shape, like the original shape idea shape of like <laughs> we're we want everybody to be you know social on the internet i read an article <laughs> that um it was like the facebook moderators the people that work for them are like so depressed <laughs> yeah, they're suffering. because they have to look at all this oh, yeah. like all this hate speech and like uh snuff videos and stuff like that don't forget they're also cruelty. underpaid i'm sure they are everyone, everyone <laughs> are thinks they they're underpaid. Are they, what's that's their... always in the headline it's like you know he doesn't pay them enough and they're they, suffering from and they're, PTSD. They have ptsd it's like <laughs> Yeah, because oh, they're probably just like looking at content. Like, I wonder what it's like one day of a Facebook moderator. Oh, dude, that would be a great documentary. I know. 
A day in the life. Yeah, why is, I feel like there's got to be a all in India. I got. I feel like there's already a Vice doc on that somewhere. I, I kind of like lost respect for exactly. Vice. Vice used to be so like I just think I, they sold out. Oh, they that's what I'm saying, out. dude. They Vice sold the fuck out. sold out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were so great when it was just uh, like when they were going th- sneaking honestly, into North Korea sold out. and dude, uh, when they get... were going to like Colombia and like doing yeah, uh, what was that the Devil's Breath, the the that that flower and like doing like some of their docu- oh yeah some of their documentaries were the, amazing. The floating documentary. But as soon as they as soon as Bill Maher approached them with HBO and they started even. Their first couple, from what I mean, again, I don't watch it that much, but even their first couple HBO um, episodes, mm-hmm. pretty good. Like yeah. they went into like the whole, uh, um, like they did some pretty cool diet, but then they just turned. They, like lately, they're just so fucking lefty. Mm. They're not left, but they're just they're pushing an agenda. They're clearly agenda driven. They're not that quote unquote like independent journalist that I. That I liked about it was like, here we're gonna present this. We're gonna no fu- inject no fucking politics, no fuck like philo- Here it is. This is it. This is the gun markets of like, you know, Pakistan. This is fucking like we're going like to Chernobyl and we're gonna see you know like just just journalism you know and it's just I love Vice man. That was a that's been a great series. I mean, it, I, mean I don't know about lately, but I mean yeah. Just, I I've watched a bunch of episodes across the different seasons, and I always learn stuff. I'm always fascinated. Mm. They so. might still be, pre- but I think they're, they're maybe I'm looking at it from their Instagram. Like their their content on Instagram is definitely like uh, no, they took politically. Yeah, they went the SJW route. They for sure. definitely they went they went like social justice warrior. Yeah. like I feel like that's got to be coming to a head though soon. It's shit. I mean, well, like I feel like people have to. Be I, we didn't push okay, okay. So you know, I was just seeing something uh, yesterday. It was like. Uh, you know, how far do you take uh, the SJW stuff, you know? Because it's like, uh, it, you know, if you're this, like, big buff dude, I mean, should you be allowed to identify as a woman and participate in the Olympics? Well, yeah, uh, that, that's yeah. a topic we didn't bring up, and that, I'm glad you brought that up, Matt, because the Olympic no. Committee just <laughs> just uh, um, allowed uh, for, and it's going to be, the rules are going to be similar to the NCAA, but they're going to allow transgendered athletes to compete in the Olympics. Are wow. you signing up, bro? What's that? Yeah, you know, like I was, you know, I was a pretty good basketball player. You know, I figured, you know, I could, you know, take maybe, down some ladies. Yeah, well, probably not, dude. I'm telling you, women's basketball is pretty, like, I can't jump, Very so technical. I could probably, yeah. But anyway, but um, no, it's it. They just came out with that. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, this is just getting, um, and there was just another incident, not incident, but just um, it was uh. I forget what state it was in. I think I want to say Colorado, and uh, it was a high school athlete wrestler, and he was like basically had to wrestle a, a girl, and he was I just saw like, that, yeah. he was like, no, and he just forfeited. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not because, like, as much as like, oh wow, women should be able to wrestle. They don't have women's wrestling, so why the fuck should a man? Like, he basically and he stepped out. Basically, it was oh, like actually I mean, there is women's wrestling, isn't there? Yeah, there's glow wrestling. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know there used to be women's wrestling uh, sure back in the day wrestling. on like cable access. Or Do you whatever. mean women's pro wrestling? Pro yeah, wrestling. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some. Yeah, there's but some I mean, the, like that's Lita. fucking ridiculous. And um, what, I, I saw another article. I think it was in Liberty Memes uh, community group. Um, basically, they posted a, a, a transgender athlete in in Brazil, and she's like six foot. She's massive. Well, he. He, let's. It's a he playing. It's a he. Was this the ridiculous dude competing in women's well, volleyball. Where, and he's oh, dominating. Like, like, are you sure he got rid of the dick? 
Well, you, dick I mean, or no dick. I mean, I mean, look, yeah, Buffalo you, I mean dick you, or no you, dick. There's hormones. Like you just can't. It's the, like honestly, in a couple of years, hormones. It's just physical. Physical, exactly. Like your muscles are denser. It's like, like you're stronger. The thing with the Olympics, you have it's to bonus. be. Um, you you could be pre or post. Apparently, I don't. I could go. Maybe we could pull up the docs here. Someone listening, listening, pull up the docs. But please, like I read on the docs, docs, it's basically it's it's the NTA rules where it's, you don't have to be pre or post. But as long as you're taking the hormone treatment for at least a year, you can compete. That's fucking ridiculous. Like I'm t- like Kyle, could you imagine like you playing a women's hockey game? You'd be checking them up against the boards, fucking shit up. I mean, it's just you can't do that. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it depends physical... on the skill level. Some women are very actually very well, good at hockey. Well, that's the thing too. I, I, sport... I agree with what you're saying, and like it's there are a few issues with the transgender um, movement. One has been the bathrooms. Um, <laughs> You know, because they're going, well, you know, you're actually a man and you want to go into the women's room and women obviously have concerns about that. And then the other has been sports, right? Because you have men competing in women's sports. I don't really see it being as big of an issue going the other way, women competing in men's sports. No, not at all, because it wouldn't be. It can cause some awkwardness, like with wrestling, which is very physical and maybe you're not comfortable, um, you know, wrestling with a woman. What the? Maybe you're gay? No, just <laughs> no. But you wouldn't like, dude. Would you want to like choke out? Like basically, like you're taught like well, you yeah, kind MMA, of something yeah. like something like MMA. You know, where yeah, you're, you're like trying to t- ground and pound. You know, <laughs> and you're trying to just beat some woman's face into the ground. Like, like that, would, that would be I a mean, prop. You just get a boner and we'll question you. Like, what the fuck? right? I mean, I mean, I get a boner from beating up this chick. In some sports, <laughs> it might not be an issue because some sports, it's like yeah, like because you watch some women's sports, it's more skilled than maybe men's sport, but the physicality of like. It's just take like golf. I mean, I, I golf doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. That's a skill game. There's no it's yeah, non-contact. Non-contact. There's so. no like, hey, if you run faster, jump higher. There's no like advantage in that. Like golf is golf. Yeah, I I like having men's and women's sports separated. Right, don't wow, have a radical idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Are you well, sure you want to say that well, on the air? Right, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Segregation. I know, I know it's obviously a very backwards opinion, but um, <laughs> I don't know. know. Maybe he's old. They're trying to, you know, blur <laughs> the lines and eliminate the lines fashion. between the genders, which is really weird. I, I find the whole thing strange. Very, Kyle, whole, Kyle fucking loves the sausage party. That's the whole thing with this, like, drive towards equality. Which this, I mean, it's sort of the natural conclusion, right? When we st- start talking about like equality of opportunity and equality of income and equality of, and then it's like, if it, you know, this is what happens if you're going to make everything equal instead yeah. of just saying, <laughs> yeah, you know, let's we, take away all the you know governmental and state barriers and just let people perform how they perform and have certain rules like you know a fucking three hundred pound man shouldn't be able to like fight women. Yeah, you know, but then reality hits, right? And then yeah. there are no women in the men's N- NBA because none of them are good enough to make it. Yeah, exactly. and it's like, oh, okay. So what do you do? You add a quota. You're like, oh, well, you got to have at least like five women. I guarantee you that's going to happen in the next fifteen years. I even guarantee the, it. Women in the, the NBA. Who's yeah. it? Billy Jean? Know, uh, no, not Billy. Billy the oh, um, Martina Navratilova. Like she, she face Billy Connors in the 70s like to prove like women can compete like tennis level well, like, yeah the tennis one it, yeah like, she and she, she's uh, lesbian and she is very um, outspoken against like the transgender like oh sports. I didn't know that so no. and she's getting blasted by the left and here it is someone who's openly gay came out like 
before it was, you know, like before Alan, pre Alan, cool, pre Alan. Right? Like this is we're talking, and and then like she did an amazing thing for feminists. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna highlight, she, dude. Would you say she's OG? Or she's OG. Gay? She's OG. No, because she, she win or lose. Um, I don't know. We could bring up the docs, uh, but I just. <laughs> And they did, they just recently did a movie about it. I think they recently did like a, a Hollywood film, like when the past couple of years about that. That's the thing. Like I don't follow tennis, but but well, yeah, I'm just I mean, saying, like certain, I I know who she is. And I know common, she's very prominent. It's just common fucking sense. It's and, like there are certain sports that require more physical prowess. But she, that that men are going to have on average more fucking big. And I think she know? did it. I think she did it because she was the number one. And then I think she did it to highlight as yeah. like to highlight the sport. And you look at women's tennis. I'd much rather watch women's tennis than like, I mean. But that's that's not. But, <laughs> but I mean, she highlighted the sport. She was doing a favor, and now she's getting blasted by like these SJWs because yeah. she's against. She's not for this fucking crazy trans. It's fucking retarded. It makes no sense. Yeah. It, it's just it's just gonna get worse and worse. And then guess what, feminists? Guess what? Now all your women, all women's sports are gonna be fucked. They're gonna be like totally. Yeah, we found a back door in the women's sports. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like, you could be... Like the movie not, the yeah. now it's just going to be men taking over every sport. Yeah, like, that could be, like, it, the, the repercussions of the, the in progression is just going to, like... Mm. It's fucking ridiculous. Imagine LeBron James in the WNBA. Jesus Christ. Oh like, yeah, exactly. Like, well, I mean, he wouldn't like do LeBron that. Yeah, yeah. LeBron. He's scoring like 150 <laughs> points a game. <laughs> Just throwing it down. Yeah. yeah. Just dunking on some like 100-pound chick. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it's just ridiculous. I mean, we've lost our fucking minds. What's yeah. the uh, what's topic oh, number we two? Off, we went off the rails. Oh, like, oh, we yeah. went from like, 45 minutes off the rails. <laughs> yeah, first topic. kind of. We, uh, we went all over so the place. So did you guys see the latest in the string of uh, female... White snitches. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I did. So, Dog Park Debbie is the latest in this uh, in this trend. Yeah, it's great. And uh, she uh, she got caught on camera or on video, um, yelling at this black guy who was, uh, or I'm sorry, calling the cops on a black guy. Yeah, this who was, was uh, walk. You know, had his dog at a dog park. His dog apparently humped another dog, which is pretty typical dog behavior. <laughs> yeah. He he apparently went over and uh, broke up the hump session, and then this lady asked him to or told him to leave. He obviously refused because fuck you. And then she called the cops on him. I posted the uh, article for the eight that are still tuning in. <laughs> but nice. uh, eighteen hundred, yeah, yeah, eighteen hundred, yeah. <laughs> oh, eighteen hundred, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's in there. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, and they. And uh, the the great part of the video is like he just called her out and bas basically said, "Oh, did you hear of a uh, barbecue? You know, barbecue Becky? Because you're about to be that. Like you're you're seriously calling the cops on my dog. Like this is you're just gonna look like a total fucking idiot." And uh, he read off her license plate. Did, did the, yeah. yeah. Did the, <laughs> yeah. Did the, what did the cops do when they showed up? They, I don't know if they ever did or not. No, they, they did. It said in the article. Oh wow! I think I think the, what did what did they do? Really nothing. I don't think they like took. Yeah, they were probably like he hasn't committed any uh, yeah. offenses. So, right. This is a little bit different than the other cases because in most of the other cases, these people just weren't minding their own business. They they were just 
in like, well, do you have a permit for here? Do you this, this, and that? This was kind of she might have thought. I don't know. I don't pool know. Party Paul. She might have another one. Pool party Paul. Yeah. Paula. Paula. Yeah. Pool party Paula. It's barbecue. Becky. That was like it was like fifteen little black kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, yeah. But this was, I mean, she could have thought, because I believe they were all pit bulls in there. She could have thought that this pit bull was being aggressive, and she just saw, like, maybe out of the corner of her eye, she thought he was uh, attacking her dog or whatever. Yeah. And I think in that dude, case, dude, like it that. it sounds like you're white-splaining. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> sounds like you're white woman-splaining. Well, right. is, her, is her life over now? Is I this, know. It, but, like, why would you bring, like, an agent of force, someone with a gun, to the situation? Right. Just fucking settle it. I like, mean, oh, let me just get my dog out of here. Or how can we resolve this at the lowest possible level? But it, if you listen to the, the video, I mean, the guy's explaining, like, yeah, he, he's like, yeah. he pulled the dog off. You know, yeah. issue should and be. And he's like, solved. that's what dogs do. They fucking hump. Like, it's not my dog isn't <laughs> yeah. like, it's not harming your. And you dog. can see them like, like playing in the background. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny thing too. While it's just dialing nine one one. That's why like, dogs are just better than people. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> like, like these off. dogs are having a great time, <laughs> and it's just like. And then there was another woman in the video, like, it's against park rules. You can't. And she had like that thick New England. She had that thick like the dogs can't be you know fucking it or whatever like. The New York like, like, your dogs, your dogs against cr- aggressive behavior. Your dogs being aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, it's like just fucking like a bunch of cucks. Like really, they're fucking dogs. Like oh my god, these people are so fucking stupid. But like exactly, that's why I don't take my dog to a dog park. Like uh, I, I don't take do like my like my dog's socially retarded, but she's a great dog. She's a pit boxer mix, but yeah. she she like I don't know what her background is. She'd be humping every dog. But exactly. Oh, well, I guess getting but, humped. Yeah, humped but I don't. She'd be I, it out I don't. I don't. Dog at the park. Dog's a whore, man. Because you go to dog. <laughs> yeah. Get your whore dog. Call <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the cops on your prostitute dog. Yeah, lady in the you tramp. never know with dog parks because this is what happened, and this happened in uh, Baltimore County. Like this happened in Baltimore County, so there was this really nice dog. Like so, they built a dog park like a two, like four blocks down from my house. So I would walk my dog down there and let her run around and like, hey, it's great. But I would only do it when there was like nobody around. I'm like, hey, there's nobody here. Cool. Like there's mm-hmm. no other dogs. Like rock and roll, and she would just run around and like it was great. But um. But what happened? This this kind of ties into it. But it's just how the fucking state deals, and just how fucking dumb people, and just how you can't resolve things because people are so fucking stupid. But um, what happened? So like, I go down, and, and it was still under construction, but it was winter time, and they were putting in like water fountains for the dogs. But I guess because it was winter, they didn't want to do the plumbing. So, um, they had a big dog park that was huge, and then they had a small dog park for like smaller dogs, and they had signage and everything, and you could just go in. But they were still like landscaping it they were planting grass or going to in the spring but it was winter and then one day i go down there and it had these huge like chains and locks on both the gates i'm like the fuck's going on here mm. and there was a bunch of little kids playing on the playground because it's a it's a public park it's like a baltimore county park Ugh. and these kids are like oh yeah um there was there was an incident i was like oh what's going on with the park and they're like oh it closed man there was there was a pit bull that attacked another dog and i'm like really and they're like, yeah, yeah, like a pit bull like bit another dog, and some lady freaked out and called the cops, and they closed the park down. I'm like, really? Like, okay. Because, and then I, so I flipped it on the kids. I was like, all right, this is a learning moment, kids. I was like, so what if there's a fight? <laughs> I was like, so Uncle what if, Alex is going to teach you like, guys. I'm going to teach you kids in the dog park. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so so what if there was? I was like, what if there was a fight amongst you kids on the playground, and and the, and they and the, they closed down the whole playground? They're like, that'd be wrong. 
Like the kids were like, "Oh, that that's messed up." Like, or you know, the kids were like, "Yeah." I was like, "What if two of you kids get in a fight and they just close a whole playground?" And then that's what happened. They had it locked, and then this is a crazy thing. So the community association, so it's it's a tax funded mm-hmm. public park. Yeah, the community association came in. So I went down there, like, and then I saw they they put padlocks with like codes on the on the door on the to go into the dog park. And I'm like, "What's going on with this?" And I saw like a couple people with their dogs with like these little tags on their dogs i'm like what's going on here and they're like oh well you have to join the saint helena community association you have to pay 15 dollars a year and your dog has to be licensed Jesus so i'm like Christ. i gotta go to towson get my dog li-. i'm like fuck that i'm not paying to own an animal and they're like your dog has to be vaccinated i'm like i take care of my dog my dog goes to the vet regularly like that's what you do but i'm not fucking paying the state or the county to have a licensed Dog, and then I'm not paying. Start, man, I'm not paying dogs. this fucking community association fifteen bucks or ten bucks or whatever the fuck the it dogs. was a year. I'm like, that's that's like cronyism. You took a public park and privatized it, so it's like this quasi public part, like private yeah. partnership. And the lady was like, "Well, it's only fifteen bucks." I'm like, "No, it's the principal. Fuck that." And that's like, <laughs> like, but I'll never take my like dog parks are just a bad idea to begin with, and just like dog park. You know, dog park Debbie, like, what the fuck? Someone called cops on you because your dog's humping. Like, what the fuck? These people are insane. Like, you know, like, so anyway, dog park, bad idea. Don't yeah, take I, your dog to a dog park. In conclusion. Yeah, actually, I think I saw the other day, uh, scrolling through my feed, I think I saw it a couple of times, and apparently in North Carolina now, there's a bill where they want to, uh, you have to register your bicycle. What? The yes. Yeah, North, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Like Dude, I'm fuck off. Yeah, I'm like I'm not I'm not registering. I'm not like a, to own an at, like I need a license like to a dog. Yeah, like, I think what, I think they were trying to probably because of the attack, right? That's what started this. I, I guess so. so they're so, trying to make what if sure it was a false flag attack. That it could have been a false, false flag, flag dog attack. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I assume that the intent is we don't want any more dog attacks, so we're gonna try to make sure that your dog is harmless. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but there's nothing. All you got to do is go to Towson and pay a fee. So I could have like some bloodthirsty fucking like, you know, basically, I don't know, dogs that are just like trained to like sick, like whatever. It doesn't matter. You just pay the money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still not going to negate the fact that like dogs sometimes they're fucking animals. Sometimes shit happens. It's not going to get negate the fact that oh, yeah. like, shit like that happens. You well, know? this goes to another story. You I just, just pay saw. The, you just pay it. But the worst thing is like if you have a public park. That's tax funded, and now it's like quasi privatized. You know. Well, you still have to pay to use it. What I mean, you're pay, you, like you, I paid for. I, you, you're like, well, I've already paid for it through my taxes, and now you're getting me again with a usage fee. Um, and it's like a lot of public parks. You know, like you go and there's a there. You have to pay a fee at the door or at the gate or whatever. So yeah, that's like that. I don't know. That's kind of. I don't know. I guess maybe because like, no, that's fucked up because it's like because you go. I could go into the city. And like I could go to the dog parks there, and it's all good. It's just like let your dogs run wild. Like it's just it's just these bureaucrats coming up with like, you know, just revenue streams and just not using common sense. Like yeah, you know, sometimes shit happens. You get a group of people together. Sometimes things happen. Like these kids were like, what would happen if like a fight breaks out and and they close the whole playground? Said you need your, you know, oh well that that's wrong. That and it's like kids get it. Why don't adults get it? Like. Just be an adult. Like, handle it at the... Why are you calling the cops? Like, it's fucking insane. Anyways. 
Yeah. So don't bring your dogs to a dog park. Yeah, I dog think that's, that's probably about it for tonight. Um, I'd like to tell everybody we have the Patreon uh, now, so if you want to check out our After Hours program, you can help us out by contributing a minimum of $1 per month. You will gain access to our After Hours program. We also have T-shirts over at LibertarianCountry.com. So if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. Right. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Treachery, the flags are the tax forms in red. Poisoned by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You get the freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With a virtuous person fully comprehends The non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes absolute